0: To Robert Hunt Financial Market Update, but always just have a fun time and make sure you can you have fun time investing. Keep your costs low, keep your investing simple, and keep your time horizon long. Clap, clap, clap. Welcome to the Robert Hunt Financial Market Update. Thank you, Bobby, for that introduction. Wow, the message is going out loud and clear. I'll have you know, listener, a little behind the curtain. Young Bobby is not a reader yet. So, when he articulates to keep those costs low, investing simple, time horizon long, the message has sunk into the heart. So, yes, out of the mouths of babes, truth is emitted. And I think my listener profile I may need to extend a little lower. So, gather around those children and grandchildren. For your financial fireside chat this week where we do look at that financial news that could be confusing, misleading, and take you off course. We help to make it actionable, understandable, and clear. We've got two Wall Street Journal articles and a Scott Burns special. Scott being one of our favorite Dallas Morning News authors who may be syndicated far and wide I think. But in the Wall Street Journal, we're going to look at artificial intelligence can write a song but it can't beat the market. I think we're going to see more and more of this. A Wall Street Journal article about a Houston apartment owner losing 3,200 units to foreclosure. What we can learn from that sort of risk profile. And then in closing, a Scott Burns article titled Rethink Deferred Tax Plan Options Are Tax-Deferred Retirement Plans Worthwhile? I believe it's a very important article an important discussion to be had. But at the top, by Mr. Gregory Zuckerman, Wall Street Journal. AI can write a song, but it can't beat the market. Wall Street has long used automated algorithms for tasks, such as placing trades and managing risk, but the investing results using AI haven't been especially impressive. Article begins, Where is Wall Street's AI revolution? Almost every industry, from architecture to entertainment, is testing generative artificial intelligence, hoping to profit from a technology that can produce writing, images, and art, much like humans. Now, listener, confession, I've been going down a deep rabbit, of all the things that artificial intelligence can do and I have been impressed mightily with the songs it can write the drawings it can create the predictive text as well as the writing of entire pages about anything you want but I am of course suspicious of any human or robot that says they can consistently beat the market and I've got good reason for that. I just pulled the SPIVA report data, SPIVA. I was giving a presentation to a really neat investing club and presenting some of that SPIVA report data so it's fresh. And it showed there's about a 3% chance that an active fund, mutual fund manager will beat the S&P 500 index over a 20-year period. I'll say it again, 3% chance. So even when someone who or something like a robot thinks they can go in and pull off the impossible, I don't believe it because the probabilities are so small. It also is illustrative of just how investing works. This article goes in and says all these various strategies these quants will do in terms of being able to process information and make bets on securities based on their earnings per accelerating first or all these different data sources and what a lot of these articles forget is for every buyer there's a seller. You are in a fixed environment with investing. It is a pool of people that is captive. For every buyer there's a seller. And there aren't that many dumb investors. Now you might chuckle and say, Oh, but haven't you read the articles about these retail Robin Hood investors and how you can no, there's not there's not that much going on with them. You really can't do that much. So the edge that is purported with some of these AI strategies is that they somehow are going to be able to crunch data faster and make trades that are more accurate. And all the while, you've got to remind yourself when these promises are made, you're in a fixed investment environment. After fees, after taxes, there's only a 3% chance you beat the index. And Who's to say they're not doing what all the people are doing, trading with themselves? Robots, trading to robots happens a lot. These algorithms, trading with algorithms happens all the time. Well, who's to say your algorithm has a better investing strategy than the algorithm that's buying from you? So on and so forth. So this article rightly highlights that, hey, this is pretty hard and a lot of people are going to try it. I think this article could, could have done more to say it's not just the robots. It's people, it's robots, it's anybody that's trying to invest. The great bogey of the index fund is brutal if you think you're going to beat it. You are much better off setting and forgetting. Do not listen to the siren song that somehow artificial intelligence is going to take you to some New Horizons investing. I think it'll take us to New Horizons in a whole lot of things whole lot of things in fact in preparation for this article i asked it i said what's a rap song john bogle would write to ChatGPT?" i'm john bogle and i'm here to say i've got a message that can help you play the investing game with a better way low cost index funds are here to stay index funds index fund that's the way to go low fees broad diversification watch your money grow don't try to beat the market it's a fool's errand passive investing is the way to command don't try to beat the market or pick a stock. You'll likely end up taking a financial shock. With index funds, you'll hold a whole block, market block and get returns that'll make your portfolio rock. Invest for the long term you'll be fine. Don't worry about the daily market grind. Let compounding work its magic over time and you'll reach your financial goals just fine. So that's my wrap. And now you know the path to financial success can be slow. But with index funds, you can let your money flow and build wealth that will continue to grow. So that's what uh, ChatGPT, the robot, Said Mr. John Bogle would write, pretty good, not good at investing, good at making up rat songs, just like the article said. Next article, Wall Street Journal headline, Houston apartment owner loses 3,200 units to foreclosure. The U.S. multifamily housing sector is feeling the heat as interest rates rise and rent growth slows. So I actually originally found this data on Twitter and someone had perhaps invested in it or known someone who had invested in it and was deeply upset at this group. Uh, in Houston, who lost four complexes to foreclosure last week. Apple's Way Investment Group, they borrowed $230 million to buy buildings uh, with more than 3,200 units. And this Arbor Realty Trust foreclosed on them. That's a publicly traded mortgage company. Apple's Way defaulted on the loans. What I did, because of the Robert Hunt Financial Market Update, we always go a step deeper than the competition at CNBC, Fox News Business, and others. I actually went to their website and watched some of their videos. I thought, you know, if you can raise that much money, I know they didn't invest well, but this thing must have been really, really promising. And it looked pretty bad. I mean, it was a guy who did not speak with a lot of clarity, With um, his diction wasn't sound, His tech looked sloppy, looked like he was kind of a bad 1980s Star Wars hologram with a weird background, and he somehow raised a bunch of money. So the article says Apple's way was was typical of commercial property investors who saw big profits in the prospect of acquiring moderately priced buildings and raising rents. Chief Executive Jay Gaggiavelli, who I watched, for your sake, don't go watch, said in a video posted online that he could double his investors' money by sprucing up a lower-income apartment complex located outside central Houston with a plan to raise rents and charge tenants extra fees for amenities. The property will go up down the road. Now, when I watched the video, what I saw was an appeal to our psychology. He said, have you ever wanted just to be content with your money and have your money working for you instead of you working for your money? have you ever wanted your money to grow in the background at a strong steady rate without work on your part invest with me that's basically the pitch it was very much appealing to our emotion of and then he said oh you know your spouse will be so glad that you've invested with us yada 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 so and he's not alone um some other large investment firms have had payment issues the article says with floating rate multi family loans in recent months Veritas, a San Fran private equity firm defaulted on a $450 million loan backed by rent controlled apartment buildings and Blackstone Group is negotiating with its lender over the debt of a portfolio of New York City apartment buildings so these are, these, these, these are big boys, these are good investors now what's the lesson here? one is we're no smarter than these investors and if you're one of them I am sorry but we're we no smarter than the folks who lost this money in this deal when i went back and looked at the pitch deck which was still online i think their lawyers should take it down wow did the data look good i mean talk about making money quick hand over fist nothing to it they, they limited the communication about the risk uh, didn't seem to be bothered by the debt and just a quick flip here let it be a reminder to us that Debt is always going to increase the risk profile of an investment. Had they paid cash, and I recognize in real estate that's her- heretical, they'd be just fine. But this is something for us all to remember about our personal balance sheets and any investment we engage in. If you do throw a bunch of debt on it, and this was un- this was not foreseen. They did not think interest rates would crank up like this. They did not think the Federal Reserve would go as many rate hikes as they did. It's all gone. Now, these folks may have made some pretty good fees on it anyway. So, you as an investor need to be willing to steer clear when you see these great promises and wonderful returns. And guess what? Index funds are not banging on your door advertising for you to invest in them. They are not. They're not showing you IRRs, levered IRRs, multiple investment capital. They're they're not showing you these things. They're just saying uh, nothing. They're just an index fund. You just show up to no one, click a button, hope for the best. That's going to make it a little harder for you to invest in. You're going to know you have to push through some of the marketing out there. But it's a reminder that these deals can be zero. Some of these private deals, syndicated a bunch of folks, borrowed money. It it can be a zero. And let's avoid that. And then Scott Burns, one of our favorites. He says, rethink deferred tax plan options. Are tax deferred retirement plans worthwhile? Well, what's he talking about? he's talking about 401k's, 403b's, iras, roth and regular and all those. And there are a lot of options. Now, he he takes a contrarian approach here that I think merits our attention. So he says, "But it's time to look this gift horse in the mouth." Now, some of you listeners may have an agrarian background. A gift horse, why do you look a gift horse in the mouth or not? Cuz the quality of the horse's teeth determine the health of the horse in many respects. So, what Mr. Burns is saying is, that gift horse, let's go ahead and look at the teeth, even though that would be seen as rude. So what we learn, according to Mr. Burns, is that an alarming proportion of plans benefit the financial services industry and the taxman. <laughs> he goes on, we on the other hand might do better on our own, paying taxes as we go. How could this be possible? Well, he speaks to the benefits of low-cost index funds, yay, and exchange-traded funds and how tax-efficient they are. I affirm both those. He goes on to say, it's easy to build a portfolio with an average cost of no more than 0.07%. So, nothing really impacting us there. And, he says, there are really big expenses sometimes hidden in these 403B and 401K plans. And I agree. I agree. Now, I'll probably push back from Mr. Burns a little bit on some of the statements he's made. He, he also goes on and says, hey, there's incredible waste in the 403b industry. Now 403bs, for those who aren't familiar, they are typically provided by nonprofits or educational institutions. Again, 403b is just a paragraph in the tax code. Don't we love these names? Different from the 401k paragraph. And he says just how bad the 403b is. He gives this example in 2019, your Texas legislature voted to end the 2.75% expense cap on 403b offerings to Texas teachers. Now fees can be higher. He is right. So he's saying, these fees can be so bad that you'd be better off not participating now. Here at the Robert Hunt Financial Market Update, we go the next step further, as I mentioned previously, further than CNBC, further than any other, further than any other group that goes far. We push back. And I actually went through and reviewed every single 403B participant in the Texas Teachers Fund, and I found some decent ones. I found some decent ones. So if you dig, and Vanguard's in there, but you got to dig. So if you dig, they're in there. But he's right. If your employer does not offer a plan that has low-cost expenses and they don't offer any matching, there's a chance that you're better off doing it. Now, what Mr. Burns, I think, may miss a little of is human behavior and psychology. So with human behavior and psychology... One of the things that I love about a 401k, a 403b, an IRA, in many respects, it's a forced savings account. You sign up for it and you let it go. I do think he's right though, that in some instances, there are going to be folks who either don't have access to these products. And I say, no, not a problem. Or whose employer plans are so bad, there's no matching. It's all high fee stuff and you look at it and it's only a 401k or you just say, you know, I can do better on my own. I think there are going to be unique circumstances where that's the case. But in most instances, I believe the psychological benefit of having a forced savings account with a 401k or 403b where it comes out of your paycheck is going to dwarf whatever savings you might incur going your own way into a brokerage account and just buying a low-cost ETF. He does bring up the, a good point, though, that it is not for certain. So be willing, be willing to keep personal finance personal. The, the rules of thumb oftentimes fail us. It's important that we treat each scenario with the specificity it deserves because you may be an investor that wants to buy rental houses. Oh, 401k, probably not for you. Probably not. Because you want to keep that money available for these deals you're going to do privately. In the same vein, you may have an expertise in the oil and gas industry. Probably not for you. Or your employer doesn't offer it. That's just fine. That's not something to lament over. There are other vehicles for you. So I like this article. It does push us a little bit from that default position of just always, always, always contribute to your 401k or 403b. I think Scott Burns rightly elevates the merits of simply opening a brokerage account. A brokerage account is an incredible vehicle. It's not talked about like as incredible vehicle because it's available to everyone so oftentimes scarcity creates value before the brokerage accounts for everybody but did you know with a brokerage account it's very tax-efficient like Burns said on these exchange trade fund index funds you can harvest your losses nowadays you can just you can even borrow from them if you want I don't recommend it but they can offer a, a source of capital for people so be willing to treat your financial situation Uniquely, as unique as it is. Don't just slap on best fit for 10 million people is probably best fit for me. It may not be. So be willing to do the homework, partner with a personal financial advisor that charges you for their time, hopefully, and figure out what is best for you because I don't know unless I meet with you and neither does anybody else. So as always, keep your costs slow, keep your investing simple, keep, keep your time rising, <laughs>